Assalamu alaikum sisters and welcome to Real Muslima Talk. I'm your host Um Abdurrahman and on this podcast we'll pull back the curtains, take down the barriers and have raw, insightful and honest conversations on living as a muslima in our modern society. We'll discuss everything from spirituality to mental health, from marriage to growth and much much more. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a coffee and let's have a heart to heart here on Real Muslima Talk. If you enjoy the podcast, head over to our Instagram page at Real Muslima Talk and join the conversation. On this episode, I'll be joined by my good friend Zainab Ilahi, a born and raised American, currently studying at the Islamic University of Malaysia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. How are you doing, Zainab? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I'm fine. How about you? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Well, before we get into today's topic, inshallah, I just want to um, say a heartfelt jazakallah khair to all our all our listeners, the supporters, all the sisters out there, subhanallah, who listen to us, who take out the time and um, share their feedback. And it's really, really nice to have that community of sisters. Uh, and yeah, jazakumullah khair. And please continue to uh, support us, inshallah. For today's episode, inshallah, we are going to be talking about uh, social media. So mm-hmm. it's just um, been on my mind because since this whole pandemic, you know, a lot of us have been more on social media and it's kind of affected us, you know, in, in different mm-hmm. ways, positive and negative. Yeah. And inshallah, today we're just going to have a conversation on you know, how it's been like for us, the kind of things that we felt and how it's affected us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's not an attack on anyone. Like, you know, in it's just our thoughts and feelings. And inshallah, maybe whoever's listening can take away some um, points and re- reconsider some points. You know, sometimes we don't, uh, when we're so engrossed in something, we don't really consider other things, uh, you know, that could possibly be pointers for concern kind of a thing so yeah inshallah in this in this episode hopefully we'll try and like dig deep and like yeah. go through them inshallah. inshallah okay so I want to ask you um which social medias you use and what was your purpose of like creating those social media platforms and yeah Okay, so um, ever since I was a child, you know, some parents, they just give the children phones when they're very young, they're like tablets and iPads, and they allow them to play games and be on the social media since they're like teenagers and all that. So um, alhamdulillah, since I was memorizing the Quran, I had to stay focused with that as well. And then my studies and Islamic studies and all that. So I never was exposed to social media or anything. Like I never had a phone until I um, joined the university. So when I got into uni, that's when I was 18. And that's the first time I basically I bought a phone. So then um, the only reason why I got it was to, like I said, connect with others. And especially because in like university, you have to have um, WhatsApp groups. That's where the communication goes on. You have to have um, basically some of our university lecturers. They tell us to make Instagram accounts and post on there. And the number of views and likes and comments you're going to get, that's how many marks you'll get. So all that stuff. Wow, so basically, so yeah. what kind of things do you have to um, post? Economic stuff. So since I'm majoring in economics and finance, so we basically have to put up like um, a daily news or like something that's related to particular um, parts in the economy, whether it's macroeconomic issues or mi- microeconomic issues. And then, um, you know, the whole group has to have conversations related to the uh, to, to the post. And then we also have to share it and ask for people to like it and spread the word and all that. So, yeah, that's oh, okay. been a, a. So does it? Does the people who are, uh, do the people who have to comment on that have to be from your university or anyone like? They could be from anywhere, but of course, the, if they're economic students, then they know how to comment better. I mean, in terms of you know, um, the news that we put up and how it could affect the economy and stuff like that. But anyone can comment on it. Yeah. So especially like, yeah, then the YouTube channel as well. So you had said that when I first got onto this, when I went to university, so that's when I made a YouTube channel and I got I got Instagram and Facebook and then I I use WhatsApp. So these are the four um, main 
platforms that are used and then telegram as well if we consider that to be part of social oh, yeah. media because yeah, people definitely. are now moving from uh, whatsapp to telegram to you know because it's very very um it's say a lot of yeah exactly and then get so many messages on whatsapp that it's easier to answer on telegram and stuff so um yeah yeah that's interesting you say that because for me telegram i have i'm following so many different channels you know how they have all the um all the like beneficial things that they post mm-hmm. about either reminders of you know yeah islamic reminders and things so um yeah i just have so many of those channels and every day there's so many notifications that i hardly now open the app subhanallah i just okay anyways I, we'll get into yeah. that how it's just it's just too overwhelming right now yeah anyways about, um what what social media platforms do you use okay so uh so your first time of getting a phone was 18 mm-hmm. subhanallah that's actually in today's day and age that's like considered um quite amazing to have for your parents to have to have left it for that long as for me personally i think i was about 12 or no not 12 sorry well yeah 12 when you know we had the whole email thing but that was more on the laptop mm-hmm. so um there wasn't like meaning it was it did open a whole new dimension of communication but it wasn't as uh you know it was just mainly because it was one social media, which is the email. And then you had the live messages and stuff on there. Um, so it was more controlled as opposed to now, you know, with all the different apps that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So when I was about 12, 13, it was the email. And then that was mainly on the computer and that. But then later on, I think I was about 15, 16, something like that uh or 14 i'm not too sure but um my dad i think he had got my sister a phone then he got me a phone and i remember at that time i actually didn't want a phone like i was really happy to uh, be without uh, any of that mm-hmm. i think it was because i was young and i didn't really know you know what a phone could be used for like for me it was just pretty much like you know messaging on whatsapp and i saw my friends at school and that i didn't really need that and so yeah but then you know, because I got the phone, obviously now you're going to use it. And I think primarily you start using it for like games and stuff to, you know, pass time. But then as you get older, then you start downloading these social media apps. And mm-hmm. um, I think one of the first, uh, apart from WhatsApp, obviously, uh, one of the first was Instagram. So um yeah, and I think, no, I think Snapchat was before that because my friends were on Snapchat and they were like encouraging me to download it. And I didn't really, I wasn't really into it at the time. But then obviously, like with all social media apps, you know, it's quite, becomes quite addictive. So, mm. and then you start using it more. And yeah, so Snapchat, Instagram, only now recently I made a YouTube channel for this uh, to upload this podcast and uh, yeah basically uh, mm. what else yeah and then just like Telegram and Facebook interestingly Facebook and Twitter I actually don't have uh, Facebook I recently made actually I just made it for the purpose of this um, podcast but I don't actually use it you know what I mean so yeah, Facebook and Twitter, I don't have. My husband tells me that Twitter is um, better than Instagram, but I'm like, I, I already have Instagram, so, and I know what it's, you know, what it, what social media is all about. And to be honest, I think the less you have, the better it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, now going back to uh, this, the question that I was asking you earlier, so what was the reason for you making the Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? Oh, yeah, you said about the the school, right? So yeah, your classes and that? Yeah, basically, too. Um, since I was studying abroad, like I wasn't in the United States with my parents or in Medina because they, they sometimes they live here and sometimes in Medina. So I had to communicate with them. And then also because I was studying in Malaysia and then also with my groups, uh, uh, study groups, class groups. And then, like I said, uploading on Instagram for assignment purposes. 
and all that. And then we also have, um, a, you know, it's like a, a, it's a student society in IIUM, in the International Islamic University in Malaysia, where I'm studying. It's called Revivers. So we have a lot of like um, speakers coming in and, you know, it's like a da'wah, it's for da'wah purposes. So they had an Instagram uh, channel, I mean, Instagram account and then YouTube channel, all that. So I went into their social media bureau and that's also, I think that's the purpose why I initially downloaded um, Instagram because I went into social media, the social media bureau and I was in charge of Instagram, uh, a part of it. So that's why, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. So, so far with uh, the different apps, how have you found them? And like, which one do you think uh, is the most beneficial for you? Um, in terms of communicating, I think WhatsApp is amazing because, you know, it has a lot of features and it doesn't really have ads coming in, which can direct you to some other place. So, um, yeah, WhatsApp in terms of communicating, but a lot of people, I know they communicate on Messenger and Telegram and all that stuff, but I find WhatsApp most convenient and like it doesn't really deviate you or take you somewhere else. And then other than that, um, I mean, um, alhamdulillah, every app has its own use. It just depends on how we use it. So whether we use it in a good way and, and that becomes something beneficial for us, or if we uh, decide to waste our time on it, then we can spend hours and hours on it without doing anything beneficial. So it just depends on the use we make, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, as for me, I feel like, because I only mainly have um, Instagram, uh, as a way of like, you know, co connecting with others that are not necessarily my family, because I feel like WhatsApp is more for people who you know directly and um, you've met and things like that, so family and friends. But I feel like outside that circle, uh, for me, Instagram is the place to, you know, connect with others. And subhanAllah, I feel like, you know, the way that the apps are, it's like, it's a double-edged sword, you know, like in a, in a way that it has positives and it has negatives, but then it's like for every, I don't know, my personal opinion is that for every positive, it has like 10 negatives. True. What do you think? Yeah, I think the same. Cause like you say, I'm going to get on it for getting for basically um, educational purposes for learning something. And then it has so many ads or so many interesting videos that just pop up that you start watching, for example, something about horses and you end up somewhere else, you know? So all that. Yeah, subhanAllah. Mm. It's just the way it works. So you really need to have like a disciplined thing to make sure not to waste time on it. And to make sure to not watch something that could be considered as something haram, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where the question comes in as to, you know, how can we, because remember, a lot of people, they say that, okay, we can use this for dawah purposes. And I, when I first opened my um, Instagram, that was the reason that I opened it because uh, personally, I wanted to share like, reminders islamic reminders you know remind um, myself and others about allah and our religion and things like that but then it's like subhanallah the way that these platforms are designed it's almost as if like it's like a river going the other way like the upstream or however you call it so you're trying to like flow but then there's all this coming at you and it's really hard to stay focused, stay on what you actually made the, for example, if you're a creator as such, what you made the platform for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. In my personal opinion, obviously other people, depends, like you said, on your level of discipline. Mm -hmm. And, um, but even then, I think even if a person has a good level of discipline, it's, it's still hard to not get, you know, sucked in. Okay. So let's talk about some of the pros of like what it's been like for us and what we've benefited from there and then inshallah we'll go into the cons kind of thing all right so um starting from instagram like mashallah there's a lot of like uh you know accounts that share daily duas reminders especially in this time where 
the pandemic and all that. So they're very, they're like motivational speakers who like put in just like small little videos, which can make your day, you know, put a smile on your face and give you hope. So I love sharing those and like, especially on my statuses and stuff or on my stories on Instagram, because, you know, nobody knows, um, especially like people, they think we're making dua. A lot of people are sick in our family. We're making dua. They're not being accepted. They're still dying. And um, people are still sick in our families or we're still uh, going through financial problems and all that stuff. So, um, you know, encouraging people to not lose hope, to continue believing in Allah, taqwa, um, you know, and having yaqeen in Allah, like all that stuff. So I love reminding people, like you said. So on my stories. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So for me as well, I feel like subhanAllah now it's become so easy to share something beneficial and, you know, inshallah with the in- correct intention, mm-hmm. um, you can get so much reward for it because now it's like it's become really easy and accessible to spread that um, that knowledge and to spread that goodness. And also the reach as well. I feel like you're able to reach people who may not necessarily have like been in contact with you or have come across you in real life, you know, so Mm -hmm. people from around the world. So you can actually have a greater impact um, through, through the reach. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, However, I do feel like, and should we, should we discuss the cons now as we're going along or later? I think we can do it together. Yeah. Yeah, because I do think that in the same breath as, yes, you can share a lot more positivity and benefit, I feel like sometimes, you know, it's very, very easy for our intentions to become corrupted or to become uh, mixed with, you know, something else. And remember, if, if your intention is not sincerely for Allah, then what you're doing technically is of no benefit, even if Mm -hmm. it's something beneficial that you're sharing, you know what I mean? So I feel like uh, people, you know, I'm not, I'm not attacking. I'm just saying like generally out of my own experience as well. Sometimes, you know, we get affected by the likes or the, um, the follows and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it leads people to kind of um, number one, forget their intentions of, you know, why they should be doing it in the first place. And yeah. number two, it then, I feel like people's, sometimes the content changes. So depending on what's becoming popular with people, I feel like that's what people um, would tend to share more. Yeah, to follow the trends, basically. So there's like Instagram trends, and they try to follow the trend and get more followers. And that that's so true. So that intention is something that we have to constantly remind ourselves why, what was the purpose of me creating this account and why am I spending time on this when I could be doing something much better? So it's definitely true to remind ourselves and others to basically renew our intentions very often. Yeah. And also on the point of like sharing goodness, I feel like it's become such now uh, that these platforms, I mean, alhamdulillah, that there is a lot of accounts that, you know, share beneficial and uh, good things and good advice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of them have helped so many people to, you know, get closer to their deen, to understand their um, faith better in a way that they may not have been exposed to when they were younger. So, um, yeah, in a way that's definitely helped. However, I do feel like you know, when if there's too much good, like, for example, if you're exposed to like, I don't know, a hundred like good, good things reminding you of, you know, Allah and your salah and, you know, all good things. Right. But I feel like too much good is actually not very beneficial because then what happens is that you have this information overload and then you don't know, OK, what to do. Uh, what to do first like what your what your actual priorities are do you get me Mm -hmm. so it's 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 tough to say because like I said it's depending on the individual but we're just talking in general that you know sometimes for example uh, you can be saying that okay I'm, I'm listening to this lecture but then for example it's salah time and you know, Salah deserves more priority than listening mm, to a beneficial lecture. Do you know what mm. I mean? So 
it's about that shift in priorities and understanding which is more important at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And, uh, you know, remember, uh, all nafil uh, acts basically are all like, you know, come after what your wajibat are and what your fara'ila, so what your, mm-hmm. what's obligatory upon you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're, I think a good thing to, maybe way out is that if your obligations are you know not in not in like top priority and you're basically busying yourself with either making a post or um consuming other people's content or yeah anything of that nature to do with social media and anything in life generally even if it's outside social media as well but if they are taking precedence over that, then it's a very big red flag that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to really sit down and look at yourself. I think self-awareness is key because when you ca- are able to look within and really be real with yourself and say, okay, look, where are my weaknesses? You know, how is this affecting me? And then take it from there basically and work on that so Mm -hmm. if a person for example knows that they are spending too much time on social media and they need to cut down then you know that's maybe what they need to work on and they should focus on that and not just you know push it aside or just think that yeah you know everything's good kind of a thing and just ignore that fact yeah that's so true so talking about the cons, so you just said like um, information overload, even if it's something good, then prioritizing will come into place, right? We don't know. Some people don't tend to not know, okay, I know that you have to read these du'as and you have to pray this and you have to, so which one to do first? Which one to implement into my life first? Other than that, another great con, another great negative aspect of social media is that a lot of, especially like Instagram or like TikToks is just to make people laugh. I think of it like that. Like you just um, stuck for a lot but people just shake around a little bit and they get millions of views go viral and just make people laugh and waste time so it's nothing I don't really find I mean TikTok mashallah some mashayikh out there are putting very short messages on it as well but it's like it's decreasing the people's intention uh, attention span so within five seconds they get so much of entertainment that they're always in life then out of the screen they can't they're just moving they need something uh, moving all the time something to do all the time otherwise you're just like i'm bored you know so it really decreases the people's attention span stuff so uh, on coming back to instagram i know like a lot of people where instagram has um affected them negatively in a way that they get into unhealthy competitions and because people put um you know they post about where they travel they post about what they're wearing where they dined out with their friend the shakes that they're drinking or the games that they're playing or like everything about their lives and then other their friends who are not so well off or who have other things to do in life you know they have family to take care of or they they're not you know they can't afford to do all that their friends are doing they start comparing themselves to that lifestyle and they think that my standard of living is very low and why can't I have what she or he has, right? And that's when uh, that's when like unhealthy competitions begin and then it leads to anxiety and depression and even suicide. And jealousy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. love forbid. Well, to be honest, like, yeah, you that's a very like important point that you brought up because I feel like even the people who may not they may be generally very content in their life like they may be very you know happy with what they've got but it's just the way that um, people are portraying their life you know social media is kind of like an illusion like people just want to put their highlights on there or their their, the best side you know in reality not everyone's life is full of happiness all the time we have you know good days and not so good days And alhamdulillah, you know, we thank Allah through it all and every day has a purpose. So, you know, the good days, they um, are for us to thank Allah and the bad days are for us to make sabr, you know, and to um, get either way, gain closeness to Allah, you know. But um, subhanAllah, during this whole lockdown period that we had here, I remember that 
because obviously for us, we weren't allowed to leave the house at all. It was very, very strict here in uh, Saudi. And we, um, like we, for us who we live in an apartment, we didn't, we don't even have a, um, like a balcony or anything. So we couldn't leave the house at all for a couple of like weeks even. And subhanAllah, it got to a point where the only other place to distract yourself was or to like kind of you know have that entertainment uh, yeah entertainment slash change of you know environment kind of mm-hmm. a thing was on social media and for me I felt like obviously on social media you have people from around the world and not everyone's situation is the same as yours so people like for example I know in the UK you know they didn't have serious lockdown or anything like that and everyone was just going out you know spending like meeting people, um, uh, going out for desserts and so many things. And I personally, Alhamdulillah, I feel like generally I'm, I'm, Alhamdulillah, very, you know, happy and content with what I have in life and, you know, where I am and all that stuff. But at that point, that did affect me, you know, because I felt to myself, oh, you know, if only I was in the UK, for example, if only, you know, it wasn't as bad here and things like this you know shaitan really tries to um make you take advantage of any little thing that he sees you kind of like you know doubting or not too strong on and then he'll just take advantage so i mean i'm being real here like that did get to me and i did start to feel a certain way and i feel like yes social media did bring people together during the whole lockdown and everything and even now as you know some countries are going into lockdown and all that stuff but um at the same time it did have that negativity of you know you're just there thinking that other people are having a gas while you're just you know stuck stuck indoors yeah that's so true you know what i mean not only during the lockdown and the pandemic and stuff just normally too like it makes people think that if she can have it why can't i and if she is living such a luxurious lifestyle, why am I not? So basically, like you said, even though you're contented with what you have, when you compare it with others, then it makes you feel low. So the, here it comes in the hadith of the Prophet I said to the, more or less to the effect that when you're when you want to do comparison, then in dunya we stuff things related to this dunya. Look at those who are below you, so that you can do shukr and you can be you know you can have gratitude to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that. Um, the, you have much more than them in this world and when it comes to ukhrawi stuff things related to a'mal hasanat things related to doing good deeds and getting high levels in jannah then always look at those who are above you so that you can aim to yeah. reach that level because we want the highest levels in the jannah it doesn't mean that we don't live this life um, you know well off or we don't live this life life happily uh, the Prophet Sallallahu also told us to make dua for this life and the hereafter. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana. But it's not, it's not, we're not meant to compare ourselves with others and not be grateful to Allah for the blessings He has given us. Because look, even in the during the pandemic, even if we are not able to go out, like you said, but look at the like these great things that we still have. We still have life. We still have health. How many people are dying? How many people are sick? Even if they're alive, but they're like basically dead bodies with, with their souls still inside. They, they can't move. They can't breathe. They're on ventilators. Um, they can't feel. They can't yeah. hear people around them. So they're alive, but they're just in comas, comas or they're just like, you know. So alhamdulillah, we have the energy. We have, uh, you know, we have sihat. We have, alhamdulillah, um, we're healthy. And all this stuff that people can't find food to eat. So there's so many blessings that there's just no time to compare with others and things, think of ourselves to be down or uh, not love ourselves for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with and stuff like that. So that's just something that I really find, especially in the youth nowadays. And then I also teach a class in um, in the university. It's called Usra Budi, which is basically like um, a group of girls, 25, 30 girls get together. And then we, um, we have, it's the only class where female lecturers have, only stu- only girls students and then males have only guys under them otherwise it's all like you know it's co-education so alhamdulillah we get to discuss a lot of topics and we're also discussing social media and a lot of girls they were, they were, they were talking about self-love 
and how important it is to give ourselves attention and time. And they were saying that through social media and being on it all the time, it just doesn't give you the time to look after yourself and to be happy yeah. and to be grateful for what we have. And we're just so much into other people's lives, you know? Yeah, so that's something to so, think about. Yeah, you just, you just brought us to the next point, which is, you know, this whole um, thing of, you know, people oversharing about their lives mm-hmm. and things that not necessarily, you know, need to be shared with others, but they are sharing it either out of, you know, just uh, maybe maybe they're sharing it with sincere intentions as well, you know, to, um, I don't know, what could be the thing maybe to, like, for example, I usually like to show, um, you know, the Haram or Medina because I know that there are people who haven't been or they, uh, you know, long to come and they want to see it, you know what I mean? So, um, for example, so that's what I mean by, sharing information that could be, you know, out of good intentions. Um, And also, I feel like there is this element of, it's not, a lot of people are lacking in that, uh, you know, for for you to be having a happy life, a contented life, uh, you know, a fulfilling life, it doesn't need to be shared with others. You know what I mean? It, It just, it's a blessing that Allah has given you and that you should treasure it and honor it and protect it by, you know, keeping it between yourself and your loved ones, because not everyone is out there to, you know, have your best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. And um, that's number one. Number two is that, you know, you're just ma- technically making other people feel less than, you know, kind of insignificant, because you know that you have these things that other people don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then I feel like there's this whole thing of when people get sucked into, you know, other people's content. And I feel like that's how it's designed, though, subhanAllah. It's like designed to uh, take you away from things that are actually important. You know what I mean? To take you away from, like, for example, you just spoke about yourself and self-love, self-awareness. You know, it's part of self-love to, to understand who you are, what are your values, you know, um, all that matters. And I feel like with social media, the way it's designed is so that everyone else's life and their whatever they're doing becomes a priority in your life, when in reality, that shouldn't be the case. You know, and I, okay. I'm reminding myself here as I'm talking, you know, that when we are consumed with other people's what they're doing in their life or um, anything, what they're showing or this one's pregnant and that one's, um, you know, going on holiday and that one something else and that one's getting married and whatever, whatever. I feel like, subhanAllah, you know, the hadith of the Prophet from the perfection of a person's Islam is to leave that which doesn't concern him. And subhanAllah, this whole web of social media has become such that we're now so engrossed in other people's, you know, lives and consuming things that are happening with them that we're technically going way against this hadith here because, you know, we, we're getting so concerned with other people's affairs. We're leaving, we're not leaving that which doesn't concern us. You know what I mean? And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, other people's affairs become our concern. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, subhanAllah, there is that element. and. Um, there's also the element of, I feel like it kind of, you know, it kind of washes over in a sense that people lose their values over time because they see, you know, so much of what other people are doing. So, for example, you know, there is a lot of uh, on Instagram, like because I'm on Instagram, I know that um, there is a lot of this whole thing of, you know, um, people having pictures on with really like heavy makeup on and you know the 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 clothing I'm talking about in women because obviously men I don't I don't really engage in all that but you know subhanallah and I feel like over time a person who naturally has inclination to hijab and to you know uh, the correct hijab so that when we talk about the correct hijab we're referring to you know something that's 
concealing of the entire like shape of the body and that doesn't reveal you know your beauty and all that stuff right so subhanallah someone who may be inclined to that they may not be so strong on it but they might be inclined to that i feel like when they're in this environment and this atmosphere of just all of these left right and center you know these selfies and makeup tutorials and all these things it just kind of makes them feel like everyone's doing it you know like now you know what's wrong if i just do it you know what i mean or if i'm like slowly it seeps into the unconscious and you don't realize but how many of your values you lose in the process you know what so i mean true. so it's this kind of like this peer pressure but it's not in such a direct form because they're not actually telling you you need you know well to be honest i've actually heard uh influencers say that oh you need to get this you know it's so for example if it's a perfume this it smells so good you need to get it or you know whatever have you whatever product or anything and then yeah so that point being that you know you lose your values you kind of don't realize um what what should really be a concern to you and uh yeah and you know before when you mentioned about the point of comparing to others and their life and everything i feel like their life sorry i feel like uh maybe something that could help is to follow more pages that for example like uh if you follow you know charity uh pages that show you know the the less fortunate and helping them and stuff i feel like for me personally when i look at content like that i feel my heart is just immediately filled with so much gratitude and i feel like subhanallah like how can i have ever uh, like thought of such ungrateful things you know what i mean like to be so ungrateful when in reality look at these people you know what they have and what suffering they're going through subhanallah it's just um it's just uh, on another level yeah it's so true when you're saying losing value and losing your own you know everyone has this thing that we're following islam we are muslims but there is this thing where you don't really know some people they don't really know why they're doing something they're just doing it so when they come across people who are just telling them like you said they're they have makeup tutorials they have videos where um they used to be covering but now they took off their hijab all that kind of normalizing that which is against islam my own friends my own childhood friends people who i memorized the quran with people who i went to madrasa with people who are doing the you know they're becoming scholars of islam they went on to social media and they've gone so out of the limits that they left their niqab their abaya their hijab and now they're posting pictures of themselves with deep necks and it's so you know it brings tears to my eyes and it's so heartbreaking yeah. to see that so it's very important to have values in our lives and to have principles and to know who we are and why we do what we do because Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent every single person in this ummah not only just we're not just born to this ummah just for no reason and Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he has sent us as khalifa of Allah on earth So our purpose is to call people towards Allah. When we go into social media, it's we're constantly instead of us giving da'wah, we're constantly been giving that people are giving da'wah to us. And like you said, they're not telling us directly, but it's the message that they're giving us, you know, normalizing haram. Yeah, when you say giving when you say we're being given da'wah, you mean like the the not good da'wah, the da'wah towards exactly. you know, all uh evils basically and that's what um you know the word talbis iblis comes in uh, comes to mind because the deception of the devil subhanallah it's so strong in especially in those kind of atmospheres because it's like remember shaitan isn't going to come to you directly and try and you know get you to do x y and z sin no shaitan is going to come through ways you least expect it so you know things could start off as sincere intentions you know i'm just um you know following this page because uh you know she's a muslima for example you know she believes in allah and you know why not like you know here and there she does mention you know god or whatever have you but then subhanallah that is shaitan's trick like 
to make you then follow that person before you know it you're constantly daily being um exposed to the kind of content that he wants you to be exposed to because he knows that slowly slowly it will wither away at your iman and slowly slowly you know you're going to be affected by it and before you know it it's like and we are surprised like how did this person just remove their hijab or how did this person just i don't know lose their faith or how did this but in reality it's a whole trick and it's a whole process that the devil is using that, that we have process. to be yes and we have to be more uh, more like conscious of that we can't afford to be you know scrolling unconsciously or like just liking things unconsciously oh my gosh subhanallah that just that's another thing let me just mention it here so the amount of times i've come across content suggested to me on my um explore page or whatever have you because either people who i'm following or people who are following me and they they're liking that kind of content and subhanallah you know it's so sad because then it shows you the person liked this content so now you've reached a level where look how the devil works subhanallah so you expose yourself to all this uh you know not good let's just keep it as not good content and then slowly slowly you obviously like it you don't see anything wrong with it you start to um normalize it start it's starting to become normalized in your head because so many people are doing it and then you when you end up liking it and other people you know you're basically exposing yourself and your your sins and your weaknesses because you're showing other people that look this this is the kind of content i agree with and i like and you know all that stuff subhanallah it's like when when a person commits a sin allah is ready to forgive that sin as long as the servant comes back and repents right mm -hmm. so um you let's say came across something that you shouldn't have been on and you know you could repent to allah and you chapter closed but then when you've liked that and there's music in the in the video the whether the people are dancing or not or uh it's a it's a beneficial thing but there's music in it or the person is not covered properly or it's something of the opposite gender who i mean come on we're going to get into that about the whole free mixing thing but all these things and you're liking that content you know that when you then go and repent to allah now you've just opened a whole door because now you've left yourself exposed so if allah forgives you for it then people who still come across that even like months down the line or whatever they're going to they're going to think like you just you've just exposed yourself basically yeah exactly never exposed and the, the hadith sin. yeah mm -hmm. and subhanallah the hadith comes to mind of how the prophet has said that all of my ummah is forgiven except for those who expose their sins like allah has hidden it why are you exposing yourself you yeah. know like there's one thing like i said of consuming content that you're not supposed to right or that goes against islamic principles or that goes against the teachings of our faith and there's one thing about you consuming it and repenting to allah but then there's another thing of you liking it following it sharing it or whatever and then that is a witness against you you know i think people are whatsoever taking this very lightly they're not uh, seeing the gravity of how serious the situation is and subhanallah on yawm al qiyamah you know when we are going to be every person is going to be pledging for themselves you know trying to save their own souls from the fire you know and you you have all these records that are coming out of you know this and that and what you liked what you posted what you saw what you um shared you know subhanallah people don't realize that sharing content is as simple as just you know a press of a button right you're sharing content in that you can reach hundreds if not thousands if not millions depending on your you know followers and all that stuff and every single person who follows that or does that or looks at that or engages in that right 
every single person, you're getting the sin for it, you know, and you're getting, uh, and then that person, when they share it with their friends and their friends, and subhanAllah, it's just a never-ending cycle, you know. True. When it, are we just going to be more uh, cognizant of this kind of behavior that's going on? And subhanAllah, the flip side of it, though, is that it's so easy to share good. Why are we not sharing the good? Because that's, at the end of the day, that is what, will gain us those mountains of rewards where we'll come on Yawm Al-Qiyamah and we're so in need of them. And then we will see them, inshallah, you know, all the things that we've shared, the beneficial things, the things that people have, um, have we've inspired them to become better uh, Muslims, become closer to Allah, you know, and all that. We'll need all those rewards. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, so true. And anything that we see, we think that we're just normally scrolling through it and, you know, it's not really affecting us, let alone the waste of time and, you know, not giving priority to all that that we're supposed to be and just wasting time on it. But then um, anything that our eyes see, that's what processes in our brain. And then it directly affects the heart. And the heart is the piece of thing, if flesh in our body that affects our actions, our physical actions. And the heart is the yeah. thing that has the yaqeen in it. So all of these senses and all of these body parts, the eyes, the brain, the heart, and then the actions, they all come about with what you take in, what you listen to, what you watch, what you scroll through, right? So it's basically uh, an indirect da'wah. It could be good or bad, like we said, but usually people tend to go towards the bad side, you know, towards um, exposing themselves, towards getting into others' lives, which... We're not actually supposed to be following, like you said. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, like people may not be aware of it. So this is kind of like a reminder for ourselves and for them to, you know, reconsider things and um, that they may have done or they may be doing and to just look at it in perspective to, you know, what's to come in the hereafter. Like, for example, we are not like we've discussed in previous episodes this life is very, very temporary. It's very short. It's, um, you know, and Allah himself says in the Quran so many times that this world is nothing but a delusion, a temporary enjoyment, you know, um, amusement. It's a diversion from the, the reality of the hereafter. And subhanAllah, you know, if we take this into account, right, and we realize that it's not worth it. You know, there was a just recently a thing going around. I don't know if you saw it, that uh, a girl who passed away in a car accident recently, she had a TikTok account where I think, I don't know what she used to post on there. I think makeup tutorials or whatever. And she had about maybe over 100K followers or something like that. And now she's passed away and her friends are trying to get that account deleted, delete those posts and things like that. And see, that's the thing, like, you need to be more aware of what am I doing because this is the legacy that I'm leaving behind. Mm-hmm. You know, that like, that follow, that share, that anything like that you're consuming, that is your legacy, you know? And is that what you really want to be leaving behind after you're gone? And when you're in the grave and you're terribly in need of like goodness and you know, good deeds and everything, and only bad deeds are being sent, you know, that's, that's really scary, subhanAllah. Yeah, but on the other hand, like, you can use the social media to be a means of sadaqa jariya for us, like, open up a YouTube channel or post on our Instagram or on our stories, and encourage people to get closer to Allah, to not skip their fajr prayer, to not be, you know, um, basically procrastinate in things that should be done in reading the Quran and stuff like that. So we can have these platforms for our purposes, but we really need to discipline ourselves and to constantly remind ourselves of the Akhirah and like you said, the legacy that we want to be remembered as, that we want to leave behind. Whether it's Sadaqa Jariya, constant charity for us, or it's constant bad deeds in our accounts. Right? So Yeah. Yeah. And You know, the whole thing of uh, spreading goodness on these platforms. So I was thinking about it and I was thinking, you know, because like you mentioned in the beginning that the way that these social media platforms are designed is that, you know, it's um, constantly taking you from one thing to another. So you end up, you know, you're first watching a video on, I don't know, horses or cats, for example, and then you end up, I don't know, on something else. And 
it made me think that you know we think that these platforms okay yes definitely you know we can share khair on them and all that but remember it's never going to substitute the actual khair in real life for example you know learning quran teaching quran to others you know or uh, learning ilm like from the books or like any any good action that is actually in real life because remember these yes you can come across a really beneficial reminder on or even post a reminder but remember the people who are going to consume it or even yourself being a consumer you know how much are you going to actually how life changing is that information going to be because to be honest let's be fair i mean there are some content that can be life changing no doubt but to what extent is all the good content life changing you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i feel like like we said that before we we're getting going to get sucked into just focusing on consumption as opposed to actually doing you know what i mean yeah, so, so for example to maybe combat this is when we see a post for example that reminds us about qiyamul layl for example you know and how the uh, how the connection is with allah at that time we immediately should you know try and make that conscious effort to actually do it and then you know put it down like write it down in our schedule or make it a goal on our on a, on a paper or on our phones as a or put our alarms straight away set the alarm or you know these kind of things that's when you know subhanallah that you're benefiting from these platforms because mm. it's actually leading to a proper change in your life you know yeah, what i mean true. so true yeah basically any knowledge that comes without action ilm without amal is of no use and actually it's going to be questionable Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in a question is on the day of judgment you knew and like we say we're we're sitting on it for a, a purposeful thing for a beneficial thing so you knew but then you still didn't put it into practice or you still didn't propagate it you still didn't tell others because the prophet said convey from me even if it's one little verse so um, if we know something, we're not putting into practice, and we know something, we're not conveying it to others, and that's a greater responsibility. So it, there's yeah, nothing I, wrong with learning, but we need to make sure that we're implementing it in our lives as well. Yeah, and also the element of those who are sharing good. You know, at the end of the day, we should be asking ourselves how much of it are we actually doing our, ourselves. It's easy to you know tell others, oh yeah. You should be uh, praying your five times salah with khushu and like fasting and this and that. But how much of it are you doing yourself? Mm-hmm. And that's where, like I said, the whole self-awareness, sitting with yourself, sitting with your thoughts. You know, Umar radiallahu anhu used to say, take account of yourselves before you will be taken account of. So mm-hmm. on Yawm al-Qiyamah, we're all going to be taken account of by Allah. But the the clever one the smart one is the one who takes account of himself before that and Definitely. actually you know sits with himself understand okay what are my weaknesses where am i going wrong you know um what can i improve on things like this it really subhanallah it makes a person grow stronger iman in the iman and in other aspects as well you know in terms of um because you're then for example, wasting less time. So you're focused on doing more beneficial, productive things. And yeah, subhanAllah, it's something personally that I've been working on since the last like couple of months because um, like I told you earlier, I definitely noticed an effect on me on, from you know, the, the consumption of other people's you know, lives and everything that was going on. And um, I just wanted to really be real with myself because at the end of the day, no one is going to be able to make you change you know you have to be able to make that change from like within yourself mm-hmm. and uh yeah so knowing that i don't have long on this earth and i don't want to you know my, i don't want my years to go by and i've just basically done nothing meaningful you know i really want to inshallah leave a legacy and have that impact in myself where I'm able to um, have a better relationship with Allah and in turn my, you know, that's another thing, sorry, as you know, the, the deeds that we do, you know, in secret should be way more than what we are showing or what we're saying on, on public, you know, mm-hmm. so that's another thing to try and strive for the fact that 
we should have a lot of deeds that only Allah knows about, you know, not anyone. Because remember, our purpose for doing these is for the sake of Allah. So we should have like a lot of people I've seen, you know, now it's a whole kind of like not a trend, but it's a thing, you know, where people share good deeds that they're doing in hopes to inspire others. And I feel like there is a very fine line, you know, that needs to be taken into account because there needs to be deeds that you're doing with Allah that no one knows about. Yeah. You know, and if everything you're going to be sharing for the sake of inspiring others, do you really need to question yourself that maybe that is a trick of the devil, like I mentioned before, Talbis Iblis? You know what I mean? You just you just don't know. So yeah that's that's definitely there yeah and um Mm -hmm. yeah go on any any other things you wanted to mention yeah i was just saying that when we're talking about the pros and cons of social media a lot of people think that um social media is a good platform it's a good place to um basically uh find their spouses or you know matchmaking so what's your thoughts about that or to to constantly talk to the opposite gender thinking that oh someone will fall in love with them and that way they'll find their um life partner or their other half and you know then they're going to get married and stuff so what do you think about marriages on social media yeah i think okay i think that can be left for the whole marriage topic inshallah which we're going to be having but i i do want to say that subhanallah you know the level of free mixing that is seen on social media is it's so heart aching you know what i mean it's so it it just pains the heart to see that we're taking it so lightly because that's what i'm telling you it's a devil's deception that he's not going to come and you know say okay do zina like straight away kind of thing no it's drip by drip it's the drip effect of the devil so he's going to come first and say oh this this guy's posting, you know, Islamic content, you know, why can't I comment or say subhanallah and like put an emoji or whatever, you know what I mean? And what what people don't realize is that it's not the man, maybe, uh, you know, his intentions and everything might be pure and all that and the woman as well, but shaitan is the one that's in between and he can't be trusted. You know, the, the shaitan can't be trusted. So the fact that we view it as, oh, it's only, you know, an Islamic reminder that I'm liking and I'm commenting on, or oh, this brother, he's um, a sheikh or whatever, you know what I mean? But they're human at the end of the day, and every single person who is human, right, they have shaitan prone, like to corrupt their minds, corrupt their hearts, you know what I mean? That's why the Prophet always used to ask Allah to make his heart firm on the religion he said and who was the prophet he was the nabi of allah i mean allah has already purified him but his heart was pure you know and he's still asking allah to make his heart firm on religion so what about any other mashaykh or da'i don't ever underestimate what an action can lead to you know the shaitan thinks way down the line he's not we sometimes we are naive you know we think you know there's no harm it's okay you know dming this brother for advice or you know this brother dming me it's okay you know what i mean allah says like allah says that zina is fahisha it's an evil it's immorality you know don't even go close to it so close to it means don't even like don't even comment on the other guy's post. Don't even, you know, interact with it. Why? What's the reason? If you want to take benefit, take benefit. But that's it. You don't need to go that extra mile because then that's one step closer to what shaitan wants. Yeah, I mean, every day it's a struggle. You know, it's a it's a whole battle, you know, you've got to lower your gaze, you've got to watch. Remember, just because it's on a phone and just because it's behind a screen doesn't mean that, you know, we're not going to be questioned about it, who we're looking at, what we're seeing, what we're listening to, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, um, yeah, you have to really, if you're going to be on those platforms, 
it's it's a battle against the nafs it's a battle against all the desires and the temptations that are out there mm-hmm. and uh, you have to stay firm you have to constantly um like take yourself away from that have a social media detox or whatever so that you can then and learn more and more about your faith and get closer to Allah and everything so that when you're on those platforms even if it's for half an hour or whatever you are able to have that with Allah's help you're able to have that control you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah and never ever look to uh what people are doing on there and view that as okay or that's normal or you know they're muslims and they're doing it so you know if i do it it's okay no every, remember this every single person is going to be questioned that on their own they're not going to be oh that person posted this you're not going to be questioned about that you're going to be questioned about why did you look at it why did you like it why did you share it you know every person is going to be questioned about their own deeds not the next person's yeah. so if you're looking at the next person and thinking that that person's doing it it's okay to do it well that person is going to be questioned and if may Allah protect us all but if that person goes to hell are you prepared to go with them you know exactly. what i mean so individual accountability exactly exactly so yeah that's really that's really crucial and that's really critical but mm-hmm. having said that subhanallah i have found that after making a lot of effort to fill my uh, account and my what i see my feed my stories with things that actually um, are educational are beneficial like of real benefits alhamdulillah i have seen that myself um, i've i've learned a lot in terms of you know a lot of like you know business strategies things to do with um, motivation self discipline mm-hmm. you know um, things to do with mental health that mm-hmm. uh, you know may, i may not have known before and uh, trauma and things like this so many so much crucial information that alhamdulillah i have managed to um you know be exposed to and come across but you have to make an effort like i told you you know it really has to come from within not to say that you know i don't slip up but i'm saying that making that effort that's what counts and every time you do slip up you know making that tawbah and getting back on track because mm-hmm. remember the the longer you leave it the more the shaitan is then going to come in and mess with it even more and before you know it you've reached another level and it's too far to get back and it's just a whole mess so yeah true yeah definitely yeah and uh, any other any other points that you want to mention um so far that's uh I think in terms of the pros and cons and the usage that's what's coming to mind. Um like you said marriage inshallah we'll discuss that somewhere else. Also you yeah. know just keeping in mind that um talking to the opposite gender it is something that initially it's it's it seems very small but but then it, it's one of the pointers that comes under wala taqrabu zina. Taqrab means don't come close to which means keeping your gaze down you can zina is not only of you know the private part zina is of the eyes as well zina of the eyes is to watch something that initially leads to the action so you, you know we shouldn't we should lower our gaze we shouldn't listen to anything uh, that could be of that sort we shouldn't post anything that could be a means of us becoming um you know a means of someone else doing something haram or uh, trying to reach us are trying to message us because of the types of posts that we have put out there so we should be very very careful about all this stuff yeah so, and yeah. a final thing comes to mind is that um you know with regards to people's for example their social um their display pictures for their for their profile for example mm-hmm. so a lot of people may not actually post um let's say pictures of themselves or selfies but then their display picture might be that or you know and the thing is remember don't let the devil deceive you it's not too small of a picture that no one will see it's not i'm just posting this and you know it's it's everyone's doing it it's not it's a whole system of shaitan that he's trying to basically get you entrapped in that it's happening it's happening unconsciously subconsciously it's happening you know 
and uh, yeah so just being very very aware of it and trying to make as much dua for you know yourself as possible to constantly be on the sirat al-mustaqim to constantly do that which pleases Allah and to constantly um, you know make our deeds sincere uh, for the sake of Allah and to for Allah to accept the deeds you know because at the end of the day, we, we, we could do as much good as we want. But if there is the acceptance comes from Allah, right? Yeah, true. And I, I wouldn't say like, I think we've kind of talked about more negativity than the positivity. But Alhamdulillah, social media is a platform that you can reach out to large crowds and large audiences. So may Allah allow us to use this tool as a means of hidayah for the world, for millions and you know a means of to benefit for ourselves and for others to propagate the message to inculcate good habits into our lives and the lives of others so inshallah yeah, it could be positive thing, though, use that, of it yeah 100 percent. that's the thing it's become like we mentioned earlier that it's become so easy to share bad and good so let's share the good you know okay. and if we feel and if we don't feel like sharing the good then we need to ask allah for the tawfiq because at the end of the day that divine ability to do good only comes from allah from so to uh, to share good things to like good things you know islamic things um or any like beneficial uh, information it comes from allah that goodness mm-hmm. so uh, we need to ask that from him Definitely. Anyways, I hope that this was a very um, a very nice discussion for yeah. because it was for myself. Definitely. I hope it was for you and for anyone who uh, listens to this. And inshallah, mm-hmm. um, may Allah make this a means of benefit for us and for anyone else who Ameen, listens yeah. to it. Ameen. It was great. Uh, it was great uh, talking about this topic, social media, and inshallah, looking forward to discussing many other interesting topics inshallah inshallah bi'ithnillah. okay then take care yeah. and uh, see you on the next episode if you enjoyed the podcast don't forget to head over to our instagram page at real muslima talk and join the conversation